Hello, and thank you so much for being here today. Today, I wanted to talk about something that we're going to see a lot of this time of year, which are the challenges. And I have a very specific feeling about challenges that um, I'll just share. I kind of think that challenges are kind of a sucky thing to do, but that challenging yourself can be a dream come true. So stick with me and let me show you what I'm talking about today. Hey there, Kelly here, and thank you so much for joining us today. I'm honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. First thing I have to say is if you follow me on social media at all, you know that earlier this year I did a challenge. It was, I think, a 30-day crunch challenge. And the reason I did it was one of them was, I don't know, a friend just asked me to do it. And the other reason was it was for a good cause. It was raising money for a good cause. And I was like, sure, I can do that. But the first thing I did before I did anything else was I changed what the challenge was because crunches, not necessarily the best thing for, you know, just like a crunch a day doesn't really, isn't really the best exercise for you. So I changed it up to do like basically core, daily core exercises. So right there, it tells you one thing that I think about challenges, which is a lot of challenges, they're sold as a broad, just a broad swath, right? Like anyone can do this challenge, but it's not true. It is not true. Different challenges are better for different people. And doing like, I don't know, I'm going to make something up, doing uh, curls, just bicep curls for a month. Really, just doing only that isn't going to do much good because what you're doing is now you're kind of making yourself lopsided. What comes to mind is like one of those crabs with the big arm. <laughs> and I know 30 days isn't enough to create that. But the thought, you should keep that thought in your mind because not the crab, but the idea that when we do a challenge, it just focuses on like one specific thing and ignores everything else. Usually, I mean, not always, but usually it's not going to be very effective. Okay. Because like, let's say, I don't know, let's say my uh, core challenge, 30 days of core. Really? 30 days of core does nothing but give me a stronger core. It's not going to make give me six-pack abs unless I also like watch what I'm eating, take care of my nutrition, add in some cardio, you know, all of that good stuff that we know how that we need to do. So it's a little bit, these challenges can be a little bit of a, um, like, a, I don't know, magic? <laughs> that doesn't matter. That doesn't work. Um, the other thing is, is that a lot of times what you'll get is you'll get like short-term motivation, right? Okay, I'm in this challenge. I'm going to do it. I've got 30 days. I'm going to do, I don't know. What am I going to do for 30 days? I'm going to do squats for 30 days. Great. Like short-term motivation because after maybe day five or day six, you might forget a day. And then, um, and then you do it and then you forget two days. And then what happens? Instead of being like on the challenge bandwagon, you're now on the guilt bandwagon because here you are, you said you were going to do this particular thing for 30 days in a row and boom, um, it leads to short-term motivation, but not long-term retention. So another thing, and I'm just, 
I guess I'm talking about the bad first, sorry. I will jump into the good things about challenges in just a second. But another thing is that um, your timing, what happens is that if you let that motivation um, slip, which is going to, because motivation's just, you know, it's not habit, it's just a thing, kind of like willpower. But if you let it slip, then all of a sudden what happens is after maybe a week of you not doing it, not only do you feel like you've, like you've let yourself down, you start feeling guilty and that doesn't help us. So it's a broad, a broad swath here again is what I'm going to say. But think about this. Um, another couple of things is um, the movement you're doing is not always the best movement for you. I think I mentioned that, but just know this for each of us. Like I see so many challenges that come along and people like, you know, toss down the gauntlet to their friends and they're like, hey, come do this thing with me. Um, whatever it is, it's not right for all of us, okay? So before you jump into a challenge, make sure it's the right movement for you. Um, and just know this time of year, there are going to be everywhere. So it's gonna be hard to turn them down because it'd be like, oh well, yeah, of course I've got to do the challenge because all my friends are doing it. Um, and they're lopsided, okay? I said this already, but I'm gonna say it again. A challenge is a lopsided event. What that means is that Maybe you're doing one movement, okay? And that's a great movement. Let's say you're doing squats. Great movement, okay? But, there's but, <laughs> if you aren't taking care of your mobility and your movement and your stretching, then eventually it's going to twitch you out if you haven't been doing it before. And the other thing is, is that if you're not doing adding your nourishment and your nutrition in on it, you're not going to see a huge difference. You just won't. I mean, 30 days... We'll show you a little difference, but it's not going to show you big differences. Um, so, okay, now that I've just like completely <laughs> annihilated challenges, I'm sorry because you probably heard me talk about our experiments, which I'm going to talk about in just a second, because they are, in a way, a challenge. So I'm not completely anti-challenge, but I like to look at a couple of other options with them. One of them is, one of the pros of a challenge is that sometimes it's something that can give you a kickstart. Maybe you need like that little you know, kick in the butt that says, okay, um, I've been, I've been letting things hang out too long. I need to get moving. Maybe this is the challenge that will get me moving. Okay. I mean, they can give you a kick, kickstart. I would suggest that if you're going to jump into a challenge, know that, I mean, just human nature, know that probably somewhere around day 10 to 12 or day 10 to 14, that kickstart might start lagging. So, have in place things that are going to keep you going. Okay. Just have in place. It's the old, what we call FPA, friggin' plan ahead. Just plan ahead. It's going to keep you on track. Um, another thing that's a pro is, you know, 30 days is enough time to um, see some changes in certain areas of your body. Okay. Uh, it could be, it's plenty of time to see changes for like mobility and flexibility, super. Like, I think it's a super way to do. Um, I think there's, I should know the gentleman's name, and I don't right off the top of my head. I think his company is called Yoga Body, and he does 30 day challenges. Great. They're really good because they allow you to um, slowly move into more flexibility. 30 days is a great time for that. Okay. So know that there are some things that can really get better. Another thing about 30 days, we do the 30 day um, sugar freedom. That's plenty of time to see the difference in your sleep, your skin, 
um, your weight and, and your waist because sugar kind of tends to gather around the waist at times. And it's plenty of time for that so that you can see a difference. So, you know, they, not all challenges are bad. Um, and since I mentioned our experiments earlier, I'll just tell you that the basis for the experiments are this. We'll, I'll usually take, um, or will take two weeks to four weeks. And it, there is a specific, um, there's a specific goal. Okay. And I call them experiments because they are nothing more than experiments. I want people to try new things to see how much can change in just a short period of time. And the one that comes to mind right now is our balance experiment. So the balance experiment usually starts with, um, you do a little test to see how long you can stay, you know, stand up on one foot with your eyes shut or without your eyes shut. And, and so that's, you know, your benchmark. And then after that, we do each week, we do a series of exercises and exercises is too big a word. It's a series of movements. Maybe it's standing on one foot for a few minutes. Maybe it's standing on an uneven surface like a towel. Um, it could be like jumping back and forth. I mean, really simple things. But the whole purpose of an experiment is for you to go, okay, this is where I started. So I have a baseline. And then in three weeks, this is the difference I see because I like experiments where you can see really big differences. Balance is one of them. Okay. Um, sleep is another one. Like there's, there's so many of them, right? There's just so many. The sugar freedom is another one. Like they all add up to really be able to see differences, but you want to be able to allow for, um, a little bit of flexibility. So. I am off my key when I was talking about challenges or challenging yourself. So here's where challenging yourself comes in. And I think this is a really, I think challenging yourself is super exciting because I, let me just tell you a story. I was talking to a client a couple of days ago and we talked about, if you've listened to me for any time, you've heard me talk about a trip I did a couple of years ago now to the Smoky Mountains with a group. And I promised them going in, that this was going to be, um, there was going to definitely be some work involved in these hikes. So the promise was there, the gauntlet was down. And what we did was we knew that was coming up. We knew that was coming up and I think it was like four or five months. So it was a challenge, right? It was a challenge to go from not doing much or maybe only doing flat, flatland stuff if they happen to live in Texas or Houston, like I do, to being able to do some really big hikes. So that's the challenge. And what ended up happening was by the time we got there, everybody was ready for it. Everybody was excited. And that challenge lit everybody up because they did something that was truly a challenge. Like it wasn't just let's do some crunches for 30 days. It was let's go tackle. I don't know. I'm completely not thinking of one of the hikes right now, maybe Deep Creek. So, you know, let's go tackle this uh, particular hike, which is difficult. So that's one kind of challenge. I mean, another kind of challenge is along those same lines could be um, just like one of these adventure trips out there. There are so many adventure trips or adventure trip companies now for women. And if you look at it, the majority of them are like catering to women 40 plus. 50 plus, and they're doing cool things like, you know, ride a camel across the desert and then go climb a mountain. I don't know, like different things. So like, look into something like that. Give yourself, like, if you're going to do something that you haven't done before, give yourself about six months, at least, at least to 
to train for it, okay? And find someone that will train you, okay? If that company doesn't provide a training, then you want to find a trainer that can. And there are some good adventure trainers out there, okay? I do it, but I only do it for my for my VIP clients. So um, it's not like something I do on a one-off basis. But you want to have somebody that can train you. But when you do that, the feeling of accomplishment is nothing like there's nothing else like it. And it could be a bike ride. It could be a hiking adventure. It could be a kayaking adventure. Um, and you don't have to, okay? Like I'm just thinking that when I'm actually uh, recording this, it's winter in most parts of the country in the US. And um, the idea of training for a kayaking adventure is kind of like off the boards, but you don't have to do it in person or like in kayak, <laughs> you can do it at a rowing club. So there's there's ways of training, okay? And you can do it with weights and you can just like, there are ways to train for whatever it is that you wanna do. Um, another kind of challenge that I think is super fun is they have all kinds of virtual challenges out there. And one of them that I was looking at uh, before I jumped on here was, this is a virtual, it was a virtual hiking. They've got hikes all over the world actually. And what happens is that you actually see the trails that you are quote unquote hiking on while you're going through the the virtual hike so you'll be able to i don't know do yosemite falls trail or do nevada falls trail in yosemite and what will happen is that you actually track it on your app and you can meet other people around the country that are doing or around the world that are doing the same thing i think things like that are fun because they challenge you in a different way. They challenge you with um, not not boredom. They challenge you with let's let's titillate, right? Let's let's find something that's hard to do. Find some people that are maybe you don't even know them, which most of them you won't, but they're all over the world and everyone's doing it and everyone's cheering each other on. These types of virtual events are, um, I think, one of the super values right now when people might, you know, for, I mean, probably no longer worried so much about COVID, um, but <laughs> now we're, now people are locked inside because of weather. So you, we always have a reason. We always have a reason that we're not going to get out and do something. I mean, in, I talked to a client about this yesterday who's in Houston and she said, the truth is, is that now it's too cold in Houston, but then it's too hot in the summer for me in Houston and it's too rainy. And so what am I going to do? Then let's find something that'll make it work for you. But there's lots of them. I looked, I, I just was kind of like jumping around to see what else is out there. Um, the International Canoe Federation has, um, has kayak challenges that you can do, if I read it correctly, in your boat or on a rower. Um, there's cycling challenges. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff out there that whether you're going to physically go do it or you're going to challenge yourself to do it with um, an app or I mean, another one that is one of my favorites is find a um, find an event that's a challenge. And when I say an event, not necessarily a uh, not necessarily like an adventure trip, but maybe 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 a kayaking race or maybe a bike, a long distance bike ride. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe a run, whatever, right? It doesn't matter what it is. Like for me, I am thinking about, <laughs> thinking about, this is not a determination, so I'm not gonna put it down there as like, you guys can hear me do this next year, or, but I am thinking about doing a kayak race next year. Um, 
And so I know doing that is a big challenge, right? And if I did it, this particular race is a very difficult race. So it'd be, it would be like, um, I'd feel great. I'd feel really like I had accomplished something. I'd also probably feel really tired <laughs> and not sure I want to get back in my kayak for a while. But um, I also know that I need a certain number of months to train for it. So that race is, uh, I think it's in October. So that gives me 10 months to train. Yes, I can do that. So look for something that you know, if you, if you want to challenge yourself, look for something that you're, that's not too soon. Like if I, if this race was in April, um, which is from the time I'm recording it right now, four months away, I wouldn't even think about it because I would know that I wouldn't have time in the boat. I wouldn't have time to, you know, build up the stamina I need, like X, Y, Z. So, so when you find these things that you're thinking about doing, make sure that you give yourself the time to train. Okay. That's probably the bottom line is find something, find something that like really excites you that can be a dream that could be like, you know, some bragging rights, whatever you want. And then put it on your calendar, find some friends to do it with, call me and see if I want to go do it. You never know. <laughs> I'm usually down for something fun. And, and then start training. Make your plans and start training. So I guess to wrap this up, I'm a little tough on 30-day challenges. I am. I do believe that they have a place out there in the world and that they are something that does help some people get moving. I think that probably you are the kind of person who can take a lot of what I talk about, put together a plan, and start making it work. If you if you need help with that plan, always in the show notes, there will be, um, and always in the comments, there is a link to my calendar. You can get on a call with me for 15 minutes. As long as I've got time on my calendar, I will do that call with you. And we can just figure out, like, what's your next step? So before you jump on the challenge, why don't you go out there and look for something that challenges yourself Thank you so much for being here, and I wish you the absolute best week ever. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness, and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com. And on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever. <music>